Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Activate God's Purpose. Today we're going to talk about before time began, divine purpose knew. What does divine purpose know that you and I don't know? What does God know? What does Jesus know? What does the Holy Spirit know that we don't know? What is in their plan, their agenda, their blueprint that we don't know? Remember, here at Activate God's Purpose, we believe that God has a divine plan, a divine agenda, a divine purpose, a divine blueprint for each and every single one of us. And because God put divine plan in us, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit know how to activate that divine purpose according to their divine agenda, plan, and blueprint. And we need the Holy Spirit. We need to surrender to Jesus. And maybe I should not say need. Maybe what I should say is if we choose to surrender to Jesus, if we choose to surrender to God, if we choose to surrender to the Holy Spirit and yield our hearts, our souls, our spirits to them, our bodies to them, we will find out what our divine purpose is. We will find out what God put in us. We will find out what does divine purpose know that we don't know. Before time began, divine purpose knew. What does divine purpose know? What does divine agenda know? What does divine blueprint know? That we in our intellect, our philosophies, our science, our logic, our reasoning do not know and are unable to capture. With spiritual things, there's nothing like being logical and being reasonable. Our human logic, our human wisdom, our human understanding cannot begin to understand or decipher spiritual things. Spirit calls on to spirit. Deep calls on to deep. If you want to know the mysteries of the spiritual realm, the mysteries of your divine purpose, those mysteries are hidden in God's divine plan for you. And the only way to see them and hear them and know them, when I say them, I mean the secrets, the divine mysteries about yourself, about your life, about your destiny, about your purpose. The only way to know them is to be connected to the Holy Spirit who brings down from the Father in heaven what he's thinking, what, what you ought to know, what the next steps are for you, how the divine agenda and plan rolls out for you. It takes the Holy Spirit to know what God is thinking and what God has planned and what God wants. Think about your life for a minute. Who are you today? 
Where did you come from? How will your life end? Before time began, I believe that there was a divine plan for you and I. Before your mother, my mother, your father, my father, before our parents met, you and I were already formed in the spiritual realm. The condition and situation that we're in right now doesn't take God by surprise. Nothing takes him by surprise. Nothing takes Jesus or the Holy Spirit by surprise. Jesus died for us already, even though he knew what we were going to become, what we were going to do in the future. Our behaviors, our characteristics, things that influence us, things that we jump into, nothing takes him by surprise, yet it did not stop him from dying for us and raising and rising again from the grave to be at the Father's right hand, constantly praying for us, constantly interceding for us. Everything you are, everything I am, everything you own, everything I own, everything we've ever known, everything we will ever know, was already known before our time here on earth began, before we were born. Nothing takes God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit by surprise. And because they know everything, it means that divine purpose within us knows everything as well, knows how you were built, how I am built, what we're here for, and how God hopes that our lives will end. Hopefully our lives end according to the plan and purpose that he has designed for us individually and collectively. The question here today is, how much do you know about yourself? How much do I know about myself? Think about how many times you've taken yourself by surprise, the things you've said and done, and you, you felt like, or you expressed, oh my gosh, where did that come from? So take a deep breath. Don't be too quick to answer, to respond. Think about it. What do you really know about yourself? Who are you really? Who are you? You might think and assume you know, but let me politely challenge you. I don't think you do. Not if you're being honest with yourself. I can assure you that before time began, divine purpose in you knew and still knows the plans of its creator God and that same God is your creator. So they know before your time here on earth began, before my time here on earth began, they knew already. They knew what we were sent for. So divine and built us according to what we were sent to this earth to do. So divine purpose already knew what it came for 
it's up to us to find out what type of divine purpose we carry, how to activate it, how to use it, how to function and walk and work in it. So divine purpose knows its design, understands its design, understands and knows why it's here. It's on you and I to find out. Divine purpose has known before time began, before you came out of your father, before you were formed in your mother's womb, before your mother delivered you, before she heard your first cry and your father heard your first cry, announcing your arrival, before time began, divine purpose knew you had to be born and sent to this world. And divine purpose in you knows why you were sent to this world, understands why it's inside you, and understands and knows what to do, but needs your permission to operate and function with and in the purpose it was sent. Divine purpose is not going to just rise out of your body and do whatever it wants to do. No, you have to connect. You have to surrender to Jesus. You have to surrender to the Holy Spirit. You have to surrender to the Father in heaven because they know the meaning and definition and function of the type of divine purpose you carry. If you create something and someone doesn't know how it works, they'll come to you. They'll come to you. You are the creator. It's the same thing. The Bible in Isaiah 43 verse 7 says, Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Hmm, hallelujah. You were created for God's glory. I was created for God's glory. The world, our children, people, human beings, all races, all nations, the universe. We were all created. Nature, the birds, the animals, the sea, the ocean, the fish, the mountains, the sun, the moon and stars. We were all created for the glory of God. It says, whom I formed and made. He formed and made us. When you look into the mirror of your mind and heart and your spirit, what reflects back at you? What reflects back at you? What do you see? What you will most likely see is the image and the version of yourself that you and the people and the things that have influenced your life, that's mostly what you'll see. You'll see what you think about yourself. You'll, think, you'll see mostly what people have said about you or think about you or how your education or society, your job and your colleagues and um, how you've grown up, the family you grew up in, things you've done, uh, what you've become. 
is what you'll see on the surface. And if you're bold enough to go deeper, you'll see more. And there'll be stuff you like and things you don't like. And there's some things you would want to let go of, but you find too difficult to let go of. So let me say this to you fearlessly. And with conviction, let me submit this to you. And I say to you fearlessly that there is another you. There is another you in there. Another you formed before time began. And that other you carries your divine purpose. And that's why you keep getting these cravings and these nudgings and you keep feeling this emptiness. There's a voice, you call it instinct or your subconscious. But there's a voice, whatever you want to call that voice, that keeps reminding you of divinity in you, divine purpose in you, reminding you that you were created intentionally by God. He formed and he made you. There's a voice that keeps reminding you that you were created before time began. If you dare to look deeper, if you dare to listen deeper, if you dare to see deeper, divine purpose will speak to you. Divine purpose is aware of the truth. Remember, we're talking about before time began, divine purpose knew. What does divine purpose know that you don't know, that I don't know? It knows and is aware of the truth that God incubated you in him with all his power, glory, and majesty. God incubated you in heaven, incubated you in his majesty, in his light. You are divine royalty. I am divine royalty. We're not told these things growing up. So it's difficult in our human nature, in our carnal nature to understand and accept. And it takes a lot of work, a lot of faith, a lot of belief, a lot of listening to the word of God. A lot of opening up to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit to really grasp and embrace what I'm saying to you today. You are divine royalty, the image of God, carrying his magnificence and his light. How long do you think you can hide for? How long do you think you can run away from that? Before time began, you, I, we were all created for a reason. And no matter what our accomplishments are in life, no matter what our failures are, our mistakes and regrets are, no matter what labels and stereotypes, all this ugly stuff out there that we become so encumbered with, that become huge weights upon us. Before we were created, 
divine purpose knew who we were. We have to fulfill, we should fulfill, we can fulfill what divine purpose knows about us. We, we have everything it takes because we have God. The Bible says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. When you recognize that God in you is greater than anything else, than anyone else, when that revelation hits you, that God who created heaven and earth, God who is greater than any and everything and anyone, is in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that's, that is in the world. That his light drives away darkness, drives away confusion, drives away addiction, drives away failure, guilt, and shame. That his mercy drives all the ugliness away. God is so merciful, so compassionate, always there for us. Our job is to turn to him. We have everything it takes. All these things that make us think that we don't have everything it takes, that keep making us feel small, that keep pushing us down, these systems of the world, the vocabulary, the words, the way people talk to us, the way they treat us constantly, making people feel small and smaller and smaller, and people find ways to survive it. And then just get into one cycle and cycle of darkness, of darkness and insanity and depression and anger and shame and guilt. We're more than that. We're better than that. We have everything it takes. And it was all there for us. All of it. All God's goodness. All God's mercy. All God's love. All his wisdom. His understanding. His love, his peace, his joy, all there for us before time began. And divine purpose knows this, and divine purpose is in you. We were incubated by God before we came to this earth. So yes, divine purpose is in you. You are a divine masterpiece. I keep using these same words, the same vocabulary, so that it gets into our spirits. I have to do that for myself as well. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Remember, God created us for his glory. He says, whom I formed and made the scripture we read earlier, Isaiah 43 verse 7. And now it's saying so that, it, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 to 16. You are a lamp. 
How can God hide you? He doesn't want to hide you. Darkness wants to hide you. People who abuse other people want to hide you. People in their insecurities want you to hide. People don't want your light to come out because it'll show their darkness. It'll show their insecurities. It'll show what they're missing and lacking. Misery likes company, as we like to say. Right? You have to decide. You have to understand, as it says in Matthew verse 5, 14, chapter 5, verse 14 to 16, you are the light of the world. Divine purpose knew, knew this. Divine purpose still knows this. But do you know this? As you look at yourself in the mirror every day, remember, you are the light of the world. I don't care what your situation or condition is right now. You are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop, that cannot be hidden. That's who you are. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Do you light a candle and then go put it under a basket? No, you light the candle and it lights up your room or your bathroom or wherever you're using it. And the purpose of lighting the candle is to give light. So no, you wouldn't get a basket or something to cover the light. Then why did you light the candle? Why did you light the candle? Allow God to light you up so that you can be a blessing to the world. God isn't going to compete with you or be jealous of you. No, he formed and made you so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. That's why we're sent here to let humanity know to let others know that our, that our Heavenly Father is true, is real. And as He blesses us, we bless others. As we discover our divine purpose, we assist others in doing the same so that they too can have the experience. You know, like it or not, accept it or not, Yield or don't yield, we have a heavenly father who knows us by name as well as by nature because he formed, created, and master crafted us into being. We all came out in different colors, shapes, and sizes. But what is the same, what will always remain the same, is that our father in heaven breathed his life into us. And he built each of us with divine purpose. What is not different and will remain the same is that he looks upon each of us, each and every one of us as his children who carry his divine light, who can show forth his glory and his power. Yes, we can by the help of the Holy Spirit. If you, we want to be honest, the true problem is that we don't accept, acknowledge and function in his good intentions, the way he sees us. Before time began, 
He built us for a glorious future. But the true problem is that we don't accept that. We don't acknowledge that. And because of that, we don't function with the good intentions that God has for us or the way he sees us and what he built us for. Remember Jeremiah 29 verse 11. He says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. Plans for welfare and not for evil to give you, to give me, to give everybody a future and a hope. God, our Father in heaven, has known us before time began. What we call time is not what God lives in. God is not limited. He is unlimited. He created us to walk as princes, as gods on this earth. But we have turned away from that. We have forgotten, ignorantly or deliberately, and we have gone our own way and chosen our own paths. And we, the world and creation, is suffering because we have refused to yield our journey on earth to our Father and His divine purpose in us. We have refused to yield our journey on earth to our Father and His divine purpose in us, and so our world is suffering. That might be hard truth for you and I to swallow, but it is truth. You cannot change what is true. Truth is truth. It's a tough realization. Nevertheless, it is truth. We are supposed to live and move and have our being in God and only God. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female. Male and female, he created them. In his image. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. Acts chapter 17 verse 18. For in him we live and move and exist. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Right? When it's talking about that, it's talking about people who have written literally works, who have uh, um, written poets and poems and books and philosophies and built traditions and cultures and systems, even they acknowledge that we are God's offspring. Now, they might not submit to him. They might still be operating in their science and their philosophies and traditions and cultures and their intellect. But they acknowledge that we are God's offspring. So don't let the world fool you. People know, they know, they know that God is real, that Jesus is real, that the Holy Spirit is real. But they don't want to submit to him. And you should not follow that. What you should do is yield to your maker. Think about it. Picture this. 
you know, try to, don't just brush it off, that you are God's offspring. Before time began, you were formed by divinity. You're not simply flesh and blood, as you have been told or taught. There's more to you. Try to get that. Try to understand that. Stay with that thought for a minute. Think about nothing else. Think, but think about, focus on the fact that you are the offspring of God. And see what happens to your life, your heart, your soul, your spirit. Imagine looking at yourself and saying, I was formed before time began by God in his image to walk this earth as a prince, as a God. Say that to yourself for a minute. I was formed before time began by God in his image to walk this earth as a prince, as a God. The Bible says in all our getting, in anything we ever accomplish, anything we ever acquire, the best thing to ever get is to get understanding and get wisdom. Understand that you are God's offspring. Be wise and operate as God's offspring. Get wisdom, get understanding. Our world will be better off. All of us, our families, our friends, our colleagues, communities, neighborhoods, the world as a whole would be better off. The whole world is waiting for us to act as the offsprings of, of God to be and manifest as the offsprings of God. In Exodus chapter 9, verse 16, it says, But for this purpose I have raised you up, to show you my power, so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. This is God speaking. Exodus chapter 9, verse 16. But for this purpose I have raised you up, to show you my power, so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. And Romans verse 8, 19 says, For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Creation, even creation, is waiting expectantly for you, the offspring of God, for us, the offspring of God. Creation is waiting for the children of God to be revealed. So what are you waiting for, my brother? What are you waiting for, my sister? What are you waiting for, my friend? Creation is waiting for you. You are the offspring of God. You carry divine purpose in you. And before time began, divine purpose in you knows all this. Divine purpose in you is waiting for you. In Psalm, 100, in Psalm 8, chapter 8, verse 3 to 8, Psalm 8, verse 3 to 8, it says, When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You have 
given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, and also the beasts of the field. Oh my God, this is who you are, the offspring of God. Look up at the sun, the moon, and the stars where God has set everything in place. Look at the whole universe where God has set everything in place. But yet he is so mindful of you. Why is he mindful of you? He says, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? Well, it's because you are his offspring. That's why. Let's go back to Acts 17 verse 18. For in him we live and move and exist. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. That is why he is so mindful of us. That is why God is so mindful of you and I and our world, regardless of what we have become. He says, what is the son of man that you care for him? Yes, he cares because we are his offspring. He created us to worship him. He created us to bring glory to his name. He created us to walk as princes and gods on this earth. He, God invested in us. And divine purpose is in you and knows this. He says, you have made him a little lower, lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You, my brother, my sister, my friend, you, listener, you are crowned with glory and honor. You are crowned with glory and honor. We're not told these things. We don't know these things. We don't grow up understanding these things. But understand that you are crowned already with glory and honor before time began. And God has given you dominion over the works of his hands. God has put all things under your feet. Go back and read that scripture, Psalm 8, verses 3 to 8. Before time began, there was a plan in place specifically and masterfully planned out just for you, just for me, and for every individual on this earth. And divine purpose knows this. And divine purpose knows that we are here to impact our world as gods. We are here to impact our world as princes. We are crowned with glory and honor not we're going to be, we already are. But we don't operate and function that way because we don't know, we don't know, we were never told, we had no idea. But now we do, now we do. Grasp it, embrace it and run with it. Can we take dominion over the earth? Yes. Can we become the offspring that God originally intended for us to become? Yes. Should we yield to his plans? Yes. Will his plans give us wisdom, guidance, understanding, and love, and peace, and joy, and strength, and power? Yes. Will he be there with us all the way? Yes. 
the question is, who do we want to live as? His offspring or according to our plans and according to the plans of the world, according to the plans of our families, our teachers, our colleagues, our bosses, our employers? Who do we want to live as? The image, our own images that we have created for the world to see? Who do you want to live as? Do you want to live as the offspring of God, crowned with glory and honor? And this is why divine purpose is in us, so that we can walk in that glory and honor, because we cannot do it ordinarily in our humanity. Will we manifest as the offspring of God? Divine purpose knows that we are the offspring of God. Wouldn't it be beautiful if we all walked around as divine offsprings of God according to his plans and purpose for each and every one of our lives? I pray that most of us, I'm not so ignorant as to say all of us because God has given us free will, free choice. So it's a choice. I pray that as you listen to this, that you will choose to manifest. Creation is waiting for you. Lives are waiting for you. That you will choose to manifest as one who is the offspring of God, crowned with his glory and honor. I always wonder what it would be like to walk in the fullness of that every day, in the full realization and manifestation of being a child of the Most High God. You know, it's one thing knowing that it's possible, but it's another thing living and walking in the reality and the truth of that. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of, the, of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom and instruction. Let's fear the Lord so that we can grasp this knowledge of who we really are, crowned with his glory and honor, offsprings of God, Divine purpose in us already knows who we are, but we have to dig in, become wise, and take instruction and fear God so that we can have knowledge. In Psalm 82, verse 6 to 7, Psalm 82, verse 6 to 7, I say you are gods, you are all children of the Most High, We are children of the Most High. It says, but you will die like mere mortals and fall like every other ruler. And that's what happens if we act like fools and we despise wisdom, if we act like fools and we despise instruction, if we act like fools and not fear God so that we can get knowledge of who we really are the offsprings of the Most High God. That's, so read 
Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. Connect it with Psalm 82, verse 6 to 7. Begin to discover who you are. Be wise. Get understanding. Allow the Holy Spirit to instruct you. Fear God. When we say fear, we mean revere Him. Not fear as in He's going to come down and you know, thump you to the ground because you're this and you're that. And he's condemning you and judging you. No. God's purpose in us knows who we are. God's divine purpose in us knows whose we are. The trouble is we don't. We don't know who we are. We don't know whose we are. We are divine offsprings of God, master crafted by him. I don't know about you, but I don't want to die like a fool. I want to die knowing that he's my father. I want to die with his wisdom and instruction, with knowledge that only he can give, mysteries that only he can reveal. I want to die knowing and understanding and functioning even when I take my last breath that I am crowned with God's honor and glory. And there's one way to find out. There's only one way to find that out and that is to come to Jesus. It's as simple as that. Come to Jesus so that the mysteries of God can be opened up to you through the Holy Spirit and by the Holy Spirit. If you want to walk as a God on this earth, come to Jesus. If you want to walk in the understanding of your true image and form, come to God who created you. Come to Jesus who died for you. Yield to the Holy Spirit to guide you and guard you through this master plan that God has for you. And he had this plan before time began. Your time, my time began when we came to this earth, but God himself is timeless. We were incubated in his timelessness, if that's, a good, uh, if that's good vocabulary, I don't even know. <laughs> so we can accept him in his unlimited glory, or we can deny him and walk in our limited philosophies. It's up to us. Which do you think will benefit you the most? His unlimited glory or your limited philosophy or the limited philosophies and science of this world? For me, I plan on discovering God's plan for my life. I hope you do the same. I believe there is a plan of God for each and every one of us, for all of us. I plan on finding out what his plan is for my life. I continue to find out daily. I hope you do the same because it's a wonderful thing. There's nothing like it. In 2 Timothy verse 1 to 19, I'm sorry, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9, it says, Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling? Jesus, God, have saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, not according to what we've done or not done, 
but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. He says, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, not according to anything we have done or not done, anything we have become or not become, anything we have been or not been, no, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, before time began. Second Timothy chapter one, verse nine. And what a magnificent plan, his divine plan for us. What a magnificent plan before time began, began, before time began, before your time began, before mine began, before everybody's time on this earth began. God knew his divine purpose for us, each of us, and put that divine purpose within us. And that divine purpose knows why it's here, how to function, how you should be, how you should manifest, how you should function. It knows who you are and whose you are. It knows that you are already crowned with God's honor and glory. The question is, do you know? Do I know? Before time began, divine purpose knew. God bless you. Thank you for being here. I pray that you will find time to spend time with God and know and discover Discover and know what he knows about you, what divine purpose knows about you, and that you allow his Holy Spirit to give you wisdom, understanding, and instruction and help you to revere God. Because when you do that, that is the beginning of knowledge. Knowledge of who God is, who you are to him, and what his divine purpose is in you. I pray that you find out. I pray that you take the time in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into the mysteries of God, into the mysteries that your divine purpose, your divine purpose knows. God bless you. God keep you. Thank you for being here. I don't take it for granted. Thank you for listening. Feel free to write to Activate God's Purpose at gmail.com. Visit www.activategodspurpose.com. God bless you. God keep you. Thank you again for being here. Time. God bless you.